I saw a lot of bullying if you're not a roadside rocker. If you're not the dole shole spike your hair, if you're not that, okay, mm-hmm. then you're a pansy, you're an effeminate boy, you're <laughs> just pet, you're a boy who sticks to his mother's skirt. Welcome to Woman Up, the series that aims to start conversations. And joining me today is a really dear friend of mine, Shreyas Pardiwala, who is not only an actor but also a psychologist. You probably know him from his debut film Yariya and the Blue Hai Pali Pali, and uh, his subsequent projects like uh, Sweetie Wet's NRI, Sanam Re, Apuri, and we recently worked in a series together called Hind Mata. Hi, Shreyas. Welcome to Woman Up. Thank you, thank you so much. Thank you very much. If you guys saw him, Mata, by the way, he is the sole reason that I have the Parsi accent, the Parsi Gujarati accent, uh, bang on. He was helping me like with every line. He literally recorded <laughs> every line and me, so I could have it bang on. Thanks a lot, Chris, for that. Always, always. Okay, I want to dive right in. Uh, how did acting happen after psychology? Was it like? by chance or did was it like a very conscious decision so actually um acting did not happen after psychology psychology happened after acting so oh. i yeah i was always a theater actor ever since i was 7 years old i started on stage and mm-hmm. i used to do a lot of professional and commercial theater and i studied theater when i took up the ib course also theater was one of my high level subjects i gave exams in theater i attended workshops i even went abroad to stratford upon avon uh, london uk to you know study theater and do a couple of workshops here and there and when i came back it's uh, it's that's when i realized that okay uh, i also need to have a backup option and i need to educate myself further in life and i was very i was a very very good listener i was a very very good speaker uh, i my my eq wow, my eq was way higher than my iq trust me on this <laughs> so because my emotional quotient was so high and um, i really started empathizing with individuals i felt that i will be uh, if not the best at least a decent um, counselor and hence was my interest with psychology i studied psychology in college and simultaneously i was doing a lot of theater a lot of advertisements that's when i even got first break my first ever movie yaria and um, it's just been my journey ever since then and then of course masters and my other films and then jeff goldberg happened where we we met yeah. each other right you know that was what 2017 2017 oh, yeah 20- jeff was 2017 yeah, yeah. my third film released in 2017 so i was doing jeff at that time i remember it's so funny that i mean we studied in that same school but we never really got a chance to talk and we actually became friends now last year when we started yeah. doing him and there's so much that i still don't know about you we need to sit and chat <laughs> we have to we totally have is that i felt the same things about myself and psychology but uh, our indian education system doesn't allow you to take science and psychology together and i recently read that they changed the rules and you can and i i just never got a chance so i was always fascinated by psychology myself is speaking of psychology you know we are now in a time where everyone's becoming increasingly self aware you know and more open to 
I'm not sure how how much more open people are to uh, counseling in India yet, but I I would say comparatively a little more open. Uh, you know, do you see a difference in the way guys and girls approach psychology, men and women um, approach psychology, the subject? Absolutely. Today's generation, today's day and age, there is a lot of difference than what. our fathers and mothers you know how their approach was forget like just forget our grandparents i mean talking about uh, our parents you can see a very very you know vast um, difference the generation of today is um, is very keen in discussing is very keen in expressing to be very very honest with you today's yeah. generation all about expression understanding oneself self expression if you go to see there are so many communities so many groups so many youth based programs solely um focusing upon self expression and because of that a lot of individuals have started taking counseling a tad bit more serious than what they earlier used to in fact um let me tell you this when i was in my bachelor's and i was doing psychology <clears throat> our ratio was you know 2 is to 8 literally eight the women wi- yeah eight the women the women were so many the men yeah. were just a handful and yeah. when i was in my first year second year we had some guys when we came to my third year there were only two boys in class myself and somebody else mm. uh, when i went into the masters we were um, i remember very very clearly we were around four to five boys and right. then we broke into industrial psychology and clinical psychology industrial psychology focusing on corporate work and you know understanding mm-hmm. psychology from a commercial and corporate aspect as compared mm-hmm. to clinical psychology working in hospitals working in a full fledged clinic there were literally only two of us in class again uh today if you go to see the psychology departments there are many many more boys there are many many more um, you know uh, males understanding the subject willing to uh, willing to become one with the subject so yes i really feel in fact a lot of my clients majority are women but as the years progress i've been seeing a lot of men men are also very very much interested in expressing themselves if you see artists today the songs they write the music videos they take out the stories um, writers write about is all about themselves their family their life people want to talk about themselves people want to be heard and i feel that is one reason why psychology really really is very important and crucial in today's day and age but chris do you think the message largely that boys get growing up is that they should not express themselves because i was reading somewhere that men are not allowed to um men are told that it's not okay for them to express their emotions so they turn more towards anger and mm-hmm. women are taught that aggression is not okay so they become more helpless and victims okay do you, do you see this as truth like especially in our culture like where men where young boys i know things are changing now but do you think largely that's how it's been um i will be lying if i say i don't think so because the truth is i do think this is how unfortunately the cookie has crumbled in society yeah. you see a lot of times um 
men are told to man up this this terminology man up is so toxic in nature it completely shuns the child from hence woman up yeah yeah exactly exactly so everything that we've traditionally been told men and women is that it is not okay you know absolutely absolutely this complete i i beg your pardon i said sorry you were saying i love you not at all not at all so you are completely right in stating that we are always told that it's not okay it's not okay when i say we i'm talking about men it's not okay to express you need to man up you need to toughen up these terminologies are continuously heard till date in educated households these terminologies are used for the male child as compared to girls who are forced to be a little more understanding nahi yaar ho jata hai koi baat nahi tum ladki ho samjhao tum you know okay so this is this is something which is very very detrimental and it actually leads to a lot of mental trauma in both men and women because one sex is told not to express and expressing is but the most human thing you can do whereas the other sex is told to um, continuously express and continuously you know not try and show a strong side because it's not going to be acceptable in society so both the both the poles are so extreme and so detrimental and i really feel that society needs to wake up and stop this segregation of man woman expression no expression and we need to look at the entire spectrum as an umbrella which is humans and humans have the right to express but do you think there's a biological difference in some way in how we're just generally built like speaking from a scientific point of view like from a psych- psychological point of view you know one thing which i don't think is true though as a follow up to that question is like you're always told oh girls mature faster than boys mm. i don't think that's true no, but that's we're not. Fed, we're fed this thing from a very young age to justify either bad behavior from from the from boys and say oh you're a girl are you mature faster than him it's okay you know like is it but is there any scientific basis to um perhaps not to this but generally are we built different uh yes you need to understand one thing that biological differences are there there are stark differences you need to understand that a lot of emotional expression is somewhere connected to the hormonal balance/imbalance in the body okay because mm-hmm. emotions and hormones do very very often go hand in hand we do undergo a lot of hormonal problems a lot of hormonal changes you need to understand the rebellious phase or the rebellious stage as we say is not solely defined for women or for girls it's very much men very 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 much men so hormonal imbalance is very much there in a guy as well the thing is society makes men express it differently society makes or channelizes women to express it differently that is society's problem that is what society has done men and women feel like you know what expression of emotions due to biological changes yeah. is is very individualistic rashi you can express it differently and sister can express it differently 
Absolutely. I can express it differently. My brother can express it differently. When I am in an emotional state, even today, when I am in an emotional state, I take to writing. I take to penning down. I take to listening to music. I have a lot of dancer friends who like to do a lot of vigorous exercise and dance. That is yeah. their realizing it. Does that make them effeminate? Does that make me effeminate? Does that make me weak? Does that make them strong? all these labels all these titles are society based and they are extremely detrimental okay i want to come back to um representation of men in films you know um growing up did you find yourself being influenced by i mean what we see on screen does shape us as a society right like i i know that a lot of my ideas and very unhealthy ones are that were formed by looking at films and you know television how did that impact you as a boy growing up in terms of because when i look at you i see a fairly woke person a metrosexual man who takes care of himself who's in touch with his emotions you know who's uh, who's polite and that's probably not not to say that they were ill ma- all ill-mannered men on screen but there was a certain which she's more that was always portrayed and there were a lot of problematic things like you know cat calling that that have been normalized through um film and television how does how did that impact you growing up as a as a boy in this country um so let me tell you something when i was in school i was in all boys school so this uh, trolley ke niche kya hai chundri ke piche kya hai kind of lyrics didn't mm-hmm. really have much influence on me i mean now in hindsight when i go back and i listen to the lyrics and of course i enjoy my 90s bollywood songs i'm a 90s baby come on but yeah. um, i understand the double meaning behind you know the, and uh, it's very surprising the 90s had way more double meaning songs than the, the songs of today you know and uh, when you know it was not much uh, so much of cat calling or uh, which 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 affected or influenced me and the boys around me because we were in all boys school yeah. what really really influenced us is we need to be the hero and hero means dole shole gunde log ko maarne ka maarna peetna okay yeah. being being the last bencher in class means tum cool ho you know riding a bike smoking a cigarette yeah. wearing that banana wearing that netted wala ganji you know those oh my god did you have a netted ganji face shares no no i i i think my mom would have slapped me there and then if i ever wanted to wear a netted ganji <laughs> thank god oh my god but but you know i but i i'll be honest with you i've seen i, I we used to have you know in back in um, in school on christmas and all we would have fancy dress out some jesuit school so you would have cubs and scouts so we would have a fancy dress game or christmas baby would have a fancy dress game huh. so many boys would wear that like you know cool wala t-shirt and ganji netted wale t-shirts and you know have a toothpick in their mouth and try and walk with a certain fashion it was all in cuteness it was all in cuteness but that so called cuteness thereafter it started seeping into this roadside romeo kind of behavior yes okay. and if you're a studious kid if you're a studious kid 
or you're a child who is into theater or you're a child who's into music or you're a yeah. child who is uh, hello ma'am yes ma'am very very polite those kids would get very badly bullied so we i because i was not in a coed school i was not uh, i never saw cat calling happen that much or happen at all at my in my circle my friend circle but i saw a lot of bullying if you're not a roadside romeo if you're not the dolly shole spike your hair if you're not that okay mm. then you're a pansy you're an effeminate boy your teacher's mm. pet you're a boy who sticks to his mother's skirts you know these terminologies are so so rampant in school and yes. they boys and in fact i have got so many people coming to me talking about these issues because these issues stopped them from getting onto the football team these issues stopped them from expressing themselves as so many singers guitarists musicians who when they get into college understand oh if i have a guitar ladki pyar mein pad jayegi but back in school i should not do it because if i have anything to do with music i am going to be called girlish are you getting what i'm trying to say yeah for so sure that way that's the way movies unfortunately affected um tell me this but do you feel this pressure as an actor do you still see that there's a pressure or, or high demand for guys with like six packs and and muscles like do you find yourself at a disadvantage or do you think it's changed now i have always found myself at a disadvantage i have always found myself at a disadvantage and i'll tell you honestly why people say nahi yaar ab to web series ka zamana aa gaya hai ab web series aa gaya hai it's all about the real person the real guy the real true how many such web series are focused on the aam aadmi or the simple boy there was a movie which came which i think every guy of my age fell in love with because the protagonist was a skinny boy being bullied by family had emotions wanted to express it was a movie called udan you know udan correct that, yeah udan that movie was the coming of age for a boy it blew our mind today's day and age you're of course given roles you are accepted in the film industry but seldom for a hero you're always given the heroine's brother the hero's best friend the gay friend the comedy friend or the the villain who is not a typecast villain but has a sinister plan seldom is a boy with a different frame a different structure a different look given the protagonist's role sure people will say but nawaz but irfan look at the other extreme when how often have nawaz or irfan khan been given the role to play a rich business tycoon how often one movie two movies otherwise majority of the times they are shown as individuals who are poor individuals who don't have a good base in society individuals who are trying to who are underdogs trying to make it big so whatever it is films yeah. are still somewhere typecasting blocking show sure, i can give so i can give i can give nawaz irfan or i can give a skinny looking malnourished boy a a, a lead role yeah. but have you understood the story the story is at the end of the day of an underdog the story is not of a 
boy going to an IB school, international school, coming home and eating breakfast. Why not? Because look doesn't sit. What does look doesn't sit? ऐसे लोग नहीं है हमारे ऐसे लोग नहीं है हमारे सोसाइटी में आपके नजरिए में ओनली द गोरा चिट्टा थोड़ा ब्रॉड शोल्डर्स थोड़े अच्छे बाल वाला चाइल्ड गोस टू एन इंटरनेशनल स्कूल इट्स इट्स वेरी ट्रेजिक आई थिंक वी ऑल बोर्न द ब्रंट ऑफ दैट बट थिंग्स आर चेंजिंग आई थिंक फॉर द बेटर एंड लेट्स होप दैट इट हैपेंस फास्टर देन इट इज आई थिंक इट्स ऑलरेडी ऑन द राइट पाथ think is who are who are the people in the industry who are doing a good job of uh, are there any filmmakers that or actors or writers that you think who are doing a, a really great job a job of kind of balancing that in terms of the male characters that they show absolutely any- I, i just took few names i mean i mean the legendary irfan khan unfortunately no more with us nawaz yeah. siddiqui my i think my someone who has blown my mind consecutively film after film is yes. ayush prana and i genuinely yes. love ayush i love ayushman ayushman what is her wish list <laughs> yeah i i love ayushman rajkumar rao uh, you know even for that matter vikrant messi he's doing right. such fantastic work such fantastic work and the way he's portraying the yes. the boy you know yes. the boy I, I, I'm not going to say boy of X society vices. I'm just going to say the boy. The yeah. grand mess is the quintessential boy. You know what I mean? Yeah, <laughs> dude. This is, this is actually yeah, and I. It's great to see that people like that are coming up so much. You know, people. Vicky, Vicky Marshall. You can never Marshall. take away from Vicky as well. Yeah. Although I think Vicky still kind of fits into that. you know macho like he can be that as well you know what i mean yeah. he can be macho yeah. hero like yes he still plays around sorry he has that naughtiness in him which just gets him there you know yeah but he is also playing around with his characters uh, so yeah uh, i think uh, there's hope shares i think where there's we're moving towards uh, a better future in terms of content for for men as well and depiction of a wider range of uh, uh, characters uh, even for men absolutely what would you want to say to men watching this um who have never really gotten in touch with their emotions or actually sat with themselves and th- even thought about that for that matter where does one begin even Uh, there, there are there are two questions in this statement. What would I like to tell those men, and where to begin? Right. Uh, I'd like to uh, to answer the first one. Yeah. I'd like to tell those men who have still not been able to come in touch with their emotions that yeah. they're leading a robotic life. If you want to feel the essence of being human, you need to tap into your emotions. 
If you want to understand your true potential as a soul, as a human being, if you want to understand how truly life functions and you want to get the best for yourself. And when I say best, I don't mean achieving amazing heights in business and achieving amazing amounts of money. Inshallah, you will do that. I mean about understanding and your true self, who you are, why you're, what is your life's purpose. For that, you need to tap into your emotions. And where to begin? It's obvious. Begin from within. How do I look within? How do I look inside? It's so easy for you to enter somebody else's house, enter another room, enter another job, enter another community. All this is very exterior, 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 exterior. Seldom do we ever look interior. Seldom do we ever give ourselves a key to the door to open the inside door. So I would say if you need to start anywhere, don't start from the periphery. Live inside out, not outside in. Start from within. That's a, that's a beautiful message, Shreyas. And lastly, I want to ask you, what would you want to say to people who think uh, mental health is all just like a you know Western concept and it's not for us Indians or it's all just a waste of money? <laughs> Okay, wow. I, I want to know this people who are spending a lot of money on mental health. Please, hame bhi de do for paisa. Um, okay. So, just because it started in the West or it was recognized first in the West, rather, doesn't make it a Western concept. It was very much prevalent in India. It was very much prevalent in our homes, we just either turned a blind eye to it or we were just not able to recognize it. It doesn't make it a Western concept. In fact, thank the West for, for bringing it to the periphery. You should you all read this book called Autobiography of a Yogi by Paramahansa Yogananda. And you need to understand as to how beautifully the divine ascended master talks about the mind, talks about the play of emotions. There are so many self-help books. In fact, you know, if you want to talk about being Indian and Indianizing psychology, I'm not even lying to you. The ISKCON temple has so many brilliant self-help books. God Gopal Das himself speaks so beautifully about self-help books, talks so beautifully about understanding the mind, becoming one with the mind and the emotions. Believe you me when I tell you this, this is not some foreign concept. This is not some Indian concept. This is a human concept. At the end of the day, we all are flesh, blood and bone. So you need to understand just the way you go to a doctor when you have got a very, very bad cough. If sometimes you take over-the-counter medicines, sometimes you take home remedies. And if none of that works, you go to a doctor to get yourself checked up. Similarly, when you're feeling the Monday blues, when you're not feeling perfect, when you're not feeling all right, you try and tap your tap into home remedies such as a comedy video, a funny book, chutkule sunna dosto ke saath, hazi mazak karna, movies dekhna, all these cute little home remedies you might even do over-the-counter medicines like in psychology will be your yoga, will be your meditation, will be your chanting, will be your affirmations. But if that is not working, what do you do? You go and seek help to a professional doctor when you're physically unwell. Similarly, when you're mentally just not stable, just not fine, just not comfortable, go 
to a professional. For the professional will only help heal the mind. You need to understand one thing. We cannot perform a surgery on your mind. We cannot perform a surgery on you in psychology. We can't splice or cut anything. All we are going to do is we're going to give you a year to listen, probably provide some solutions here and there, probably help you and show you the way how to cope with your difficulty. It's just another assisting hand. And sometimes you're not adequate, you're not enough. And when you feel not adequate and you don't feel enough, it's no harm in asking or seeking help. Remember this always. That was such a, such a beautiful message to leave everybody on. Shreyas, thank you so much for joining me today. This is so much fun. Thank you, Rashi. You know, I, I, I remember we used to have so many conversations during uh, shooting and there was, there was so much depth in you. Not, not, I mean, I know you were playing a, a fun, loving character, someone who's so, like, you know, vivacious and, and crazy. <laughs> Uh, but, you know, when, when, when uh, the director, Shushi, would say, cut, uh, I would talk to you or sometimes on our way back home, I used to talk to you and I just found that there's so much depth, so much beauty in you. And I really think that I want to applaud you right now for the amazing work that you're doing. Kudos to these uh, sessions and really make people watch, understand, learn and help themselves more. All the best to you, Rashi. God bless you. Thank you. Share